Play clock winding down. We'll get the snap off. Allen launches. End zone. Got a man. It's caught. Cam Sims. His first career touchdown. Has Washington win it. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Adam and Eddie here with the Five Wide Podcast. This is episode two today. Um, it's Thursday, October 21st, 22nd, right? 22nd. Man, this month is like gone quick. It's fine. It's almost Halloween, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, so episode two, here we are. Uh, week six just ended, and we played the Giants. You guys heard that intro clip coming into this. It was a uh, nice. I thought it was a nice ball from Kyle Allen yeah, to I agree. to uh, Cam Sims, which that was his first NFL touchdown. I had no idea until um, so I heard it on the broadcast, and I was like, man. But I get it. He spent a lot of time on the practice squad. He would get called up basically for special teams. Um, so that was good for him in that regard. So what we are going to try to do – Week in and week out is give you Adam and I's five points to the game, right? The game that was, which in this week it was the Giants. Mm -hmm. So Adam will start us off with the first point. Okay, so I guess the first thing that we want to talk about is Kyle Allen, right? Like that's that's who we kept talking about on the last podcast too. So he finally got his chance, right? A full game with him, Eddie. What did you think? Um, I think kind of like. Like it was when we f- were talking before we started recording um, a few minutes ago is he is kind of who we thought he would be. Yep. Um, I said it last week and I said it on the other podcast that I do. I, t- I had tempered expectations mm-hmm. for him, um, but it was good to see him play again the whole game this yeah. time. Uh, weather didn't seem to be an issue. I-, I guess it was a little breezy from what I heard, but it didn't seem like it- anything was affected by that. But I thought... He played well in spots, mm. and then obviously had some boneheaded stuff where he gift wrapped that interception, and yep. then um, he lost the fumble. Yeah, I don't even which, know how that popped out. I don't like no. what what happened there. Right. Well, even yeah, even watching the replay, it's I don't know it, it ball security. But again, I think we, we may have even talked about it, whether it was on the show or just us talking. Like ball security is one of his things. Whether yeah. he's he puts it on the carpet or he just gift wraps interceptions yeah. for people. So um, I would like to see him clean that up clearly. Um, I can live with an interception. I think it was what earlier in the game, mm-hmm. wasn't it? So I can live with that, but it's when you fumble, they scoop and they score, which is what I thought our defense was going to do. That was my bold prediction from last week, um, but it was their defense that did it. Um, so, yeah. Uh, overall, I thought he was okay. Yeah. I mean – yeah, I, I I agree. I thought he was okay. I think he had some really bad moments, as we talked about, and he also had some really great moments. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought both of those pu- 
touchdown passes. I thought those were solid passes, right? Like yeah. even the fade to Thomas, especially like oh, that yeah. one, I was surprised by. But that was, yeah, I think he had his moments. Um, overall, I think like my major gripe with him was that it felt like he would start to scramble a bit too quickly, right? Like he yeah, would feel pressure that wasn't there, wasn't there, right? And he just like take off, yeah, and um, that didn't always work out that well. So. I wish that he would stay in the pocket like a little bit longer, right. trust his protection a little bit more. Although I know if or I get it, if he feels like his protection can't be trusted that right. much, <laughs> yeah. but, um, but yeah, I wish he would have stayed in the pocket a little bit longer and, and maybe let, let some of those routes develop. No, I agree. So going back and watching, um, just some of the clips, right. Um, I forgot where I had seen it. Somebody posted some of the all 22 mm -hmm. um, clips and it showed like him leaving clean pockets, kind of like Haskins was doing. Yeah. Um, I think some of that is traits, like a trait from the quarterback, right? Meaning mm -hmm. just in them to just move. Yeah. And then the other part I think is kind of like what you were saying. It's just not really trusting your protection. Um, and it does suck, especially when you get hit early. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, how many times was he sacked in that game? I'm not sure. Hey, I want to. Nah, I don't want to throw a number out there because yeah. if I'm wrong, you guys are going to club me for it. But um, I mean, he was he was sacked. I mean, yeah. But yeah. I mean, there were definitely moments where he was running, right? The, like yeah, he was running they were for in his, his life. face. So I can see scrambling out of a clean pocket every now and then. But again, I kind of thought he did it a little bit more often. Yeah. Um, but so not to get too far off topic, but um, watching um, quarterback in uh, for the chargers. Um, oh, Herbert Herbert. Yeah. He stands in the pocket. Yeah. I mean, he, he, he will get out obviously and, and kind of move, but I do like those quarterbacks that can stand tall in yeah. the pocket. They know it's coming, so they get rid of it, basically, right? And they just take the hit. It is what it is. Um, but, yeah, watching Allen, he left some nice, yeah. like, clean pockets. Yeah. So I'm hoping he really watches that film um, and cleans that up for this week. He shouldn't have too much of an issue against Dallas. Yeah. Meaning he should feel comfortable in that pocket. Yeah. But, you if, know, we'll um, get to that. If, yeah. If you as a quarterback aren't performing against that Dallas defense, uh, yeah, there's some things we got to go back and look at. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I guess just to wrap that up then, yeah, we, we both feel okay about Allen. Like we're, we're, we're fine with his performance. His stat line looked all right. Um, I think his performance was worse than this that line indicated, but um, yeah, yeah and I, was, I was okay with it, I guess. Yeah, and so for those who don't know the stat line, he was 31 for uh, 42 for 280 yards, two touchdowns, an interception, and he did have a lost fumble. Um, it, I agree with you though. Yeah. Like, it, I don't know. Although I, I will say one thing. Um, the play after the fumble and the scoop and score, not the play, sorry, that, that drive, like he came right back onto the field and he drove right. down the field, right? Yeah. I respect that. Like he, it felt like he left, he left that fumble in the past and he moved on and, and he took the team down. The, the offense did move in that drive, right? Right. Yeah. So I give him credit for that. Yeah. And, and quickly on that, just to wrap up point number one um, with Kyle Allen, I did see a quote from him and he said after the fumble, mm -hmm. um, as he was running off the field, like he pretty much is like, well, you know, stupid, like basically talking to himself. But then he's like, okay, forget about it. It's over with. 
I'm going to drive, take this team down the field and we're going to score. Yeah. And so and he did yeah. that. Yeah. So that was, that was pretty good. He didn't let it eat him up. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Which is, it, that's a trait you got to have as a quarterback, right? You really got to have that as an athlete, athlete in general. Yep. Short, short memory. Yeah. Ezekiel Elliott didn't have that. <laughs> no, he Given, did not. He was just gift wrapping. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, all right. So let's, that was point number one. We got onto Kyle Allen again, overall consensus. He's, just Man. a guy. Yeah. yeah he's just a guy. Yeah. He's he's just a guy. Um he's okay. Yeah. I mean I'm okay with him being out there instead of Haskins. Yes. And that's really all that matters at this point. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. For sure, for sure. All right. And then point two. Two. Okay, so how much of this is really on Kyle Allen and how much of this is on Scott Turner and just the offense and the way it's being set up? So to me, it felt like our receivers were just like bunched up a lot and not not, yeah. not like a bunch formation i mean i felt like right. they were just on top of each other mm-hmm. way too often right like how did you how did you see that right so i completely agree with that and it's something that i've seen actually in this organization for years i mean there was that sweet spot with our offense when kirk cousins was running and jay gruden was a coach where we had i believe we had um deshaun jackson mm-hmm. um who the heck else was here? Did we have Garcon for a little bit? Garcon there too? for a little bit. Uh, Jordan Reed was healthy. Yeah, uh, I like we had a pretty good offense. That was probably like the only time that I remember in recent history that the offense just didn't always seem bunched up. Yeah, like you said, there's a difference between the bunch formation, which we get right, um, but it's it's like we said. Say you have a a corner, or excuse me. Um, Wide receiver on the outside maybe supposed to clear something out for something underneath. They both seem to be three to five yards apart. Yeah, all said and done, when the ball gets thrown. Yeah, like they were they were just occupying the same zone, right? Which is which just makes the job for the defense that much easier. I think that's what went wrong in um, in Kyle Allen's pick, right? Yeah, like they everyone was it two or maybe even three receivers all like all right next to each other almost right i know like, there was at least two yeah the the corner or the defensive back that was covering mclaurin wasn't even the one who made the pick right it was right. he was covering someone else but they were like whoever he was covering was so close to, to to terry that he could just drop off and grab the ball mm-hmm. so i don't know if that's if that's just on like scott turner designing weird play concepts or or if that's like our receivers not understanding what they're supposed to do and making mistakes and running their routes but um that's a problem that needs to be solved because we don't have that many weapons right like we have we have terry um we have gibson and gibson didn't even see the field all that much this game and um and that's where it stops yeah that's it no more weapons right (laughs) so um and team like if 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 us if the two of us know that then NFL teams definitely know that, right? So everyone knows, like, all right, if Terry's the only one on the field, we need to go stop Terry. So let's not make that job any easier for them, Mm -hmm. right? So, um, yeah, I I think that's, like, that's just a massive issue that we really need to solve. Um, The other thing I kind of noticed is um, it did seem like Scott Turner was willing to dial it up for Allen to go deep. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think Allen took it that often. Uh, I think, like, it was actually the first play of the game, and um, he had he had Logan Thomas open going down the left, right? Like he, had, I think he had a step on his defender. He overthrew him, didn't he? Uh, I don't even think he took it. I think he just checked it down instead. Oh, you're right. Yeah. 
You're right. So I think, and and that was the only time that happened. Like the, um, I think he threw he threw an attempt to Terry right, uh, like right by the end zone, and it ended up being like super botched, right? Like mm-hmm. it was. Um, I think the cornerback had enough time to like sink back and get his hand on it and and deflect it, and um, I think that that happened because Kyle Allen saw it, but he was hesitant. So. I, I do give credit to, to Scott Turner for actually like trying to get us to go deep a little bit more now, which is what we were hoping for, right? Because right. that wasn't happening with Haskins. No. But um but I think Allen needs to, to he needs to trust his arm a little bit more, but who knows, maybe that would have been more picks had he thrown them. But I, I think at this point, like I, I would rather see us take shots, right? Like I, I wanna see what our offense can can do because it doesn't seem like like we're moving the ball that well. Right. Well, absolutely. So to your point of Kyle Allen probably sees it. He may not trust it because, I mean, let's be honest, in my opinion, and I think most would agree, his arm strength isn't Mm -hmm. that great, right? Yeah. It almost seems like he has to, like, crow hop into a throw (laughs) to, like, like get it past 30 (laughs) yards. Um I mean, if you could take Haskins' arm and put it on his body, yeah. I think, I think there would be, I think it'd be better, right? Yeah. I think he has great touch on his pass, you know. So you saw those two um, to the end zone that were for touchdowns. Um, I think he has to just trust what he sees and then just let it go. Yeah. Right. Um, to your point. I mean, bear in mind, it's his second game starting first full game playing as a as a as a washington football teamer Um, yeah (laughs) but yeah i i agree i think he just needs to trust himself a little bit more yeah i think i can okay because we're losing anyway right just week in a week out so we've dropped five (laughs) five straight so i'm not saying just go out there and just like the wild wild west gunslinging (laughs) everywhere but what i'm saying is if if you can calculate in your mind right you're like okay boom i see the guy He's he's open. Yeah. I'm gonna give him a chance. That to me, so this is twofold, gives you a chance, period. But also it keeps your players engaged because there was one play in particular, and I don't remember the drive, the down the distance, the quarter, whatever, but there the camera came across Terry McLaurin's face. Mm-hmm. He had his hands on his hips and he wasn't like whining. But you could just see the look of defeat on his face. And that ball on that play did not go to him at all. I don't know whether he was open, nothing. It was just something underneath, try to get a couple yards. You keep having this man run deep routes and deep routes and deep routes and deep routes, clearing things out, decoy this, whatever, like, and not at least get him the ball. Gets picked off, gets picked off. Gets overthrown, gets overthrown. So be it. But target this man. Yeah. you, yeah, you keep gotta, him engaged. You got to give your studs a shot, right? Right, especially when you only have like one. One. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Absolutely. And so, and so, the way that I see it is, it's like though other teams know we don't technically have the personnel to just take the top off mm-hmm. of a defense. At some point, again, we're losing anyway. Show that formation. Act like you're going to do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or I mean, excuse me. Don't act like you. Just do it. Yeah. Just. Just get them down the field, toss the ball up. Yeah, you know, and what what have you got to lose? Right, and I, I mean Terry's going to demand a little bit more attention, so I always think they're going to keep some sort of safety help over the top mm-hmm. towards his direction. Um, but your other guys, I mean, 
Logan Thomas for a tight end, he's, he can seem to get up the field. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's not super fast, but he can get up the field, right? That's the one thing I liked about Chris Cooley, not mm-hmm. getting too far back or off topic. He never, in my opinion, was super fast, no. but he was always where he needed to be, Yeah. right? So if it's, you know, second and 10, he'll be at 11 or 12 yards by the time, you know, he's supposed to be there. Right. And I kind of think Logan Thomas is in that same realm. So... Redskins, Washington football fans, if you're listening to this, no, I'm not comparing Logan Thomas to Chris Cooley, but what I'm saying is just the speed. Yeah. That's all. Yeah, I, um, and that's that's like, yeah, we're in this this new era with like super athletic tight ends, but I think at the end of the day, a pass-catching tight end, all you can really ask for is that they can get separation, right? And mm-hmm. that they can be where they need to be. Right. And I think he can do that. Well, I think the main part of that too, it, it's using your size, using that frame, using that bigger body as a mismatch, right? right? Who's really covering you? Theoretically, you should be faster than linebackers and you're bigger than DBs. So like you said, if you can create a window, some sort of separation to catch the ball, okay. I, I, I How many are like Travis Kelsey? Who's going to catch it, turn up field, yeah. plus a couple tackles, yeah. and then just keep going? Or George Kittle, who's fast, you yeah. know what I mean? So not everybody has one we don't so play within what you can do so and and we know he can do it yeah right like we saw it on that touchdown right he just he just boxed that dude out right yeah and so that's why when we get closer to the red zone i do like to see i always pray for those types of things where it's like let him let him box a dude out or he's tall as hell throw the ball up and let him go and get it you know um you know something like that cam sims bigger body throw him down there um you can you can do some things like that, but kind of back to that that point of basically the question you asked. I I, I do think it it's hard to tell, right? Because clearly we don't know the playbook to see where guys yeah. are supposed to be. So I usually err on the side of it's on the receiver when it's a clear miscommunication, mm-hmm. right? If receiver's supposed to go up and the ball's down in the flat or you're supposed to come out of it and now the ball's up top. Like, to me, there's a miscommunication on someone. It's either the quarterback or the, or, or the receiver. So clearly that wasn't the design play. But when you see it play in and play out where yeah. they're just right on top of each other, I'd almost be leaning towards design. And yeah. if it is, throw that shit away yeah. and, and, and come up with something else. Like, <laughs> I almost look at it like, I don't know, did you did you ever play soccer? Yeah. Right? Yeah. So So I grew up playing soccer, right? our coach used to always teach us to spread out right. because when you bunch together, one defender can cover two people, right? right? So you want to spread them out. Sean McVay always says, I'm going to make this defense defend every blade of grass. Right. If you look at most other NFL teams, they look like a normal offense, even subpar teams. Like they are spread out. Like when a receiver catches the ball, there's usually not his teammate right next to yeah. him. You know what yeah. I mean? They're either up past him or, you know, in front of him coming up you know to help block or 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 whatever but with us it's like hey man i'm gonna run this five and in you wanna come with me yeah i'll go seven how about that he's like high five you know and and, but it's like it's every week so like i was actually happy that you brought that up because it's something that i think about but it's like yeah i completely yeah i just it's like after every play i just find myself like why 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 are they right next to each other like what what is going on (laughs) right yeah 
Oh, man. All right. So that was our second point. Yeah. So just to, to wrap up on that, I think we decided that if you took Alex Smith's brain, um, <laughs> <laughs> Kyle Allen's body, and Dwayne Haskins' arm, we would have a serviceable NFL quarterback. Yeah. But, um, I mean, you might get Kirk Cousins out yeah, of that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so. Maybe. You, you get an early, an early Kirk Cousins right. out of that, maybe. Yeah. All right. So the third point on the Five Wide podcast is going for two going for two that was definitely the most controversial thing or issue to come out of this game right it was Rivera's decision to go for it with the game on the line uh I didn't have a problem with it Eddie Mm. how did you feel about it so I'm the exact same way right at first when he was going for two well I was shocked that we even put ourselves in a position was like oh crap all we did is just kick this extra point and we're good like tied up going to overtime whatever yeah and then when i saw them stay out there i was like you're going for two okay riverboat ron here we go right yeah so i wasn't mad at it i liked i liked the thought of it um i just thought it was poor execution Mm -hmm. on the offense going back and looking at it again players were somewhat close together I, i mean rightfully so right you don't have a lot of room right um being that close but every receiver was defended yeah as he rolled out to his left now initially it looked like he could have just ran it in yeah um i'm almost wondering if um scott turner the week before saying that with that hit he took on the sideline saying that was like a stupid play yeah um i wonder if that crossed his mind and he didn't want to run it in right right. because i'm like wait you're selling your body out for a first down which i think he was short of the first down mm-hmm. but it was a flag so we got the first down but it's like you can go for the win and you didn't run it right. in. right it felt like to me it looked like uh yeah it looked like if he had committed he might have gotten in there right yeah. um but yeah I, yeah i i agree it felt like he i mean I, I think it was good defense on the giants part um yeah i don't think he had an option for, for anywhere to go no. with the ball. Uh-uh. Um, and it looked like they had someone spying him too, right? Like they did have they someone did. Yeah. Uh, who probably would have made the play on him. But I feel like in that in that situation, to me, it looked like the best option was for him to just commit to that run. Well, and, especially uh, because he ended up throwing it and then it was in the dirt. Yeah. So it's like, there's no chance. Yeah, just, like he didn't give anything. I mean, you don't yeah. know. Like that defender's eyes could get huge. Like, oh man, I'm about to light him up and crash down on him. You just sidestep right, just a little wiggle he can over pursue boom a little you know you're right. get skinny shimmy boom and you're in you don't know but i'd rather you get tackled at the one than to toss it from what the four or yeah. wherever he was i don't know where he was five six yard line yeah, who cares into the dirt like oh yeah so yeah overall i like the play call um going excuse me i like the decision the decision to yeah. go for it the play call again it's just this offense is it's just not inspiring. Yeah. There's nothing that, I don't know. It's like, there's so many forgettable plays, right? <laughs> yeah. And and, and yeah. it's sad because the ones that we remember are usually the interceptions, the fumbles. Yeah. Um, because everything is two yards, four yards, two yards, handoff for negative play. Yeah. Like, it's just, Check down. It's, it's just yeah, it's just yeah. so dink and dunk and dink and dunk. And it's like, ugh, I don't know. I'm bored. Yeah. My thing is, at this point, again, so this is my common theme I'm going to run with probably for the rest of the season is we're losing anyway, right? So since we are losing anyway, Gibson was a wide receiver. Yep. McKissick was a wide receiver. Yep. They both have shown they can catch the ball, 
right? I think it's going to take Gibson. I, I I think McKissick sees cutback lanes and 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 holes a little bit better mm-hmm. um, than uh, Gibson does. So in my opinion, I'm putting those guys in the slot. You know what I mean? If anything, find a way to put them both on the field at the same time. Yeah. Like put one in the slot, put two, or put the other one in the backfield. Go with a double back formation. Like get cute at this point. Yeah. Why? Because we're losing anyway. Right. So try something out. But get those guys upfield. They have speed and they can catch. Yeah. Right. So whoever would be spying them or or or, or um guarding them when they're when they're coming out. Excuse me, covering them. We're not playing basketball. Yeah. <laughs> covering them when they're coming out of the backfield is probably somebody who's not as fast as they are. Right. Right? Yeah. So get get cute, get creative. Yeah, like, yeah. Do something. I mean, this is just... Like, I painted my house last Saturday. <laughs> I swear, watching that paint dry on that brick <laughs> was so much more fun than watching this offense and these two-yard, three-yard passes. Right, like, right. Good God. Like, I can't, like, it is the worst. And so, I don't know. I, I give up. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, see, we're, we're good with the decision. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, 100%. Like, yeah. I think we all feel the same way where it's just like, we're going to lose, right? But, like, <laughs> we might as well lose with some style or lose with some confidence or lose, right. like, having taken away something, right? right? And that's not what we're doing right now, no. right? Like, let's... I think like going for it is a good move. Not not only because like uh, I think there are like some practical reasons to go for it. It yeah. isn't like yeah, we already got banged up earlier in the game, right? right? So why so, go to overtime? Risk right. more injury. Like that's clearly yeah. like health is a concern. Like we don't need to push it there. We had if you believe in momentum, momentum was a thing. We had that right. Oh yeah, We've absolutely. Taken their momentum from off the off the scoop and score and flipped it right. And then um. So yeah, I think there were the practical reasons for going for it too, but I also think there's kind of like this psychological thing, which is like the team knows that we're not going to have a winning season, right? Right. But like getting that two-point conversion, that's a win, right? Like that would be a win, not just in in our record, but just like mentally, right? And I think like the decision to go for it still speaks to that, where it's like there's this idea, this mentality, this culture of like we are, we're going to win. Like we're, we're playing to win. It doesn't matter. Right. Mm -hmm. Like we, yeah, we might be trying different things. Yeah. We might not, we know that this is a rebuilding season, but that doesn't change our approach. We're still going to win. We want to play the right way. So I, I, I like it. Um, yeah. And I agree. I I agree with you. It's just, it's our offense is is uninspiring to, to put it lightly. Yeah. I'm not, man. Yeah. (laughs) Um, one, one last thing it's, so our next two points are going to be on the defense, right? First three were on the offense. So this is kind of like point in between yeah. the, the, the three and a half, right? So uh, Dustin Hopkins, mm-hmm. him missing that field goal early in the oh, game. Oh, man, I didn't even he, remember that. When he yeah. missed that, I said, that's going to come back to bite us, right? Yeah. Because we can't score points. Like, yeah. We just can't. So I'm that's like – a given. <laughs> so when it came towards the end of the game – and we had scored that touchdown. Yeah. Had you had that field goal to begin with, I'm like, mm, you could go for one, right, and be okay with it, right? Because there wasn't a ton of time left, and I think that would have what put you up by three. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, that would have been the difference, right? And then I feel like you forced, you know, Danny Dimes into a situation where he's rushing to mm-hmm. try to get there, and I. 
Dustin Hopkins, it seems like every game has been missing field goals. And I guess Ron Rivera, somebody, one of the reporters that asked him, how do you feel about Dustin Hopkins? Pretty much said, oh, he's safe. Why? Yeah. Like, D-Hop seems like a nice dude, right? Yeah. Nice dude. Like, Great guy. Great yeah, person. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Not for this team. Yeah. Like, you don't just get to keep missing. Feel, like, you right. have one job. You know, it's <laughs> you a hard have job. been bad but, at it. Yes. Right. And I'm just like, man, you know. Um, yeah, I agree. So, yeah, I just wanted to make that quick point that field goals are boring, but they can really pretty much be um, uh, like a, a crucial part of the game. Yeah. And we saw that last week by that missed field goal. So, yeah. Points are points, especially when you have an offense as anemic as right. ours, right? Yeah, you got to get them how you can. Yeah. So, which is why I had wanted our defense. Uh, this <laughs> yeah. is a great segue into point four. But I had wanted our defense to, like, finally m- score, yeah. right? And that was my bold prediction. I stood on that can of beans and said they were going to have a pick six or a scoop and score or something. It just didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> so, our fourth point. The defense. As a whole, yeah. not not great, not great. Uh, clearly, they did not live up to Eddie's lofty expectations. No, not at all. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's my fault. <laughs> <laughs> you set the bar too high, man. You scared them off. I did, I did. They, they must got have performance to the anxiety. <laughs> they must have listened to the podcast. Um, yeah. Overall, um, so there was clearly some some good things, right? I thought Deron Payne was a little uh, disruptive. He had a mm-hmm. batted pass. Um, Montez Sweat, like we had talked about um, pre-show. Um, Kendall Fuller, and we'll get a little bit more into that. Um, he's He's been a bright spot. I love, this, I love the fact that Troy Apke <laughs> got to keep that bench warm. Yeah. Like, I mean, warm. Did a great job of I that. I mean, he, listen, yeah. first team, all bench warmer, right? He can stay there. Get this man. It's we're it's getting colder outside. Get this man some hot chocolate <laughs> and some little um, gloves with the little hand warmer thingies. Like he's great at his job. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, That's where he belongs. He's yes. found his home. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, he's he's majoring in the bench, and that's fine. So Everett played most of the game. Um, What's his first name? Yeah, don't <laughs> like that. Something. Now you got it. Like, you get, you get. <laughs> Oh, I can't say it. I'm not going to do it. Don't do me like that, Adam. <laughs> DeShazer. Yeah, see? There it there is. There it is. Yeah, my man. Yeah. yeah, so he played most of the game um, opposite Landon Collins at safety. Um, I don't know, man. It it just seems like week in and week out, we just, just give up stuff. Now, I will say... I'll, like if you take away the the uh, fumble mm-hmm. recovery for a score, right? They're at was that take seven off, so they yeah. were at thirteen. Yeah. So they didn't they didn't do a whole lot. So I mean, it's better. I mean, the last what four games we gave up thirty plus points. Yeah. So we, yeah we, yeah I guess yeah you're right. We can't we can't put this all on the defense. Right. right? Yeah yeah yeah. No no no. I mean, and I'm definitely not saying the defense lost us the game. Right. I think it was a culmination of both, but. The uh, lost fumble, which turned into six points, to me was just backbreaking. Yeah. Um, I don't put, like, even if, like, the stats say our defense played well in that game, look who we're playing. Yeah. Right? So their offense really isn't that much better than ours. Um, But just 
overall, like I still like our front. I still think our defensive front is good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they can be better at getting to the actual quarterback. Um, I think, in my opinion, Montez has shown the most consistency mm-hmm. at being able to get to the quarterback. Now, I do know Chase Young, excuse me, he's tied for the lead um, amongst rookie um, defensive ends with 10 QB pressures. Wow. Yeah. So it's him. Uh, what's the dude? Is it like Javon Kinlaw out in San Francisco? Okay. And I want to say it was a dude from the Ravens. I can't remember. But I do know. But that was um, pro football focus. Okay. Had, had put that out. I saw it on Twitter um, briefly the other day. Um, so, I mean, he's getting there. And you can see it when, when you're watching. Like, he gets close but it's like i want to see him get home yeah um but like i said deron Payne has been more of a disruptive um force than jonathan allen mm-hmm. has been through the last couple weeks um which i think like i think we expected that though right like i felt like we i don't know i think i thought going into the season i expected jonathan allen to be more of like just occupying blockers and occupying yeah, space. space and yeah. where, whereas like pain is more of like the animal right who's going right. to get in there and do some damage yeah and i mean like i said and, and 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 that definitely wasn't a knock on on jonathan allen i think he's great at stopping the run yeah if you look at most of those run plays at the bottom of the pile he's like around their waist kneecaps. <laughs> like he once he gets his arms around you it's curtains it's a bear hug so yeah so um it just, I still think this defense, it's like missing Ioannidis. Yeah. Like you're missing Ioannidis. Huge. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he, to me, was just a very underrated player. I mean, I say it all the time. Yeah. Um, but with Payne, Ioannidis, and Jonathan Allen, I think that ate up more attention mm-hmm. up the middle, right? So you're going to bring more blockers to crash down, which then allows sweat um uh, Chase Young or Kerrigan or Ryan Anderson like to come off that edge and get home a little easier um but I do look for him to have a good week this coming week and we'll get into that when we talk about the Cowboys but um so it seems like uh it seems like we're we're okay with the D-line right like we're we're okay with their performance yeah, yeah. they're they're a little banged up but we're all right with that um the secondary no, right? Like they're no. they don't have it. What do you feel about the linebackers? How have they performed? So I've actually been pretty disappointed mm-hmm. with the linebacker play. Going into the season, I was more I had higher hopes. Right? Okay. Yeah. Um but I do feel like they give up too much. And at times it's it seems like they're either just not playing discipline meaning they're just out of position mm-hmm. and it just leaves something open um case in point um uh, their their quarterback uh Daniel Jones yeah he broke like a 50 yard run yeah right so to me he shouldn't have gotten past that second level yeah um so i i, I don't know again overall just like pretty disappointing um I told myself after the game this week that I really wanted to start watching that group because we know the secondary is just you yeah. know nothing to yeah. write home about. The defensive front, 
you just said, you know, we all pretty much, you know, uh, fan base wide think we're a solid group up front. Um, but I really wanted to start really just on defense, focusing on the linebackers and seeing where they're going, what they're doing. Yeah. Um, that does seem like the the component of the team that gets like the least coverage this season, right? Like it seems right. like no one's really talking about them. I don't really know what's going on over there. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, so like I said, I I have literally made it my business um, going forward, at least for the next couple of weeks, until I can get like a true feel of why I believe they're not because I just they're just not impactful. Yeah. Right? So yeah. Um, I need to figure out what's going on with that, but. Okay. I'll definitely do cool. that. The one other point I had was uh, Kerrigan had a really low like snap count, right? Like seven. A, yeah, that was it. Seven snaps. That trade him, trade him. Yeah, get him out of here. Really? Out of respect to him, get him out of here. Like, yeah. Okay. Not, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. That makes sense. <laughs> I was <laughs> just trying. I was trying <laughs> to suck you in. Yeah. With that. Like, oh man. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> it's my boy. <laughs> no, I I love Ryan Kerrigan, man. But um, my thing is, it's like if that's what it's gonna be um get him out of here yeah like plus i mean we we need draft capital right yeah we need all that we can get um so if you can offload him that'll save i don't know what the cap number would be Mm -hmm. but you know we're i think what north of 70 million in cap space That'll free up more. Yeah. If we can trick somebody into taking Landon Collins, <laughs> that'll free up even more. Yeah. But anyway, no, but back to Ryan Kerrigan. Yeah. It, I thought, I mean, it like stood out to me. So I thought he was hurt or something. And, but you know, normally if that happens, you'll hear like, oh, so-and-so is banged up. They're yeah. questionable to return, but it was nothing. Like you just see him on the sideline. Uh, he just um, played seven snaps. Seven snaps. Right. Yeah. It's like, I, I, I don't, I don't know. Like, right. I, I don't know what's going on over quick, there. Quick, quick day at the office. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. But if that's what it's going to be going forward, I mean, clearly he's a good fill in if Chase is hurt again or something like that. But I mean, like I said, all due respect to him. Yeah. If that's what you're going to do, then see if somebody wants him and, and see what you can get for him. There's definitely like, there's definitely a contender out there that could use him. Right. Oh, yeah. I read, I read something about the, the Colts being potentially interested in him. And I, I think could that could that. be like, that could be fun to watch. Like, I, I don't know how you feel about the Colts, but I, yeah. like, I like them just because yeah, yeah, of course. I'm just so far removed from them. Right. Yeah, now. I'm just yeah, like, yeah. ah, they're cool. They're doing their own thing over there. Right. And, um, they, they have a pretty fun defensive front. So I think like, yeah, uh, I, I agree. Like, if, if we're not going to use him out of respect, let him go, right? Mm-hmm. Let him go do his job elsewhere. Right, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Especially if we can get, yeah, if we can get some cap space for it, too. Get, <laughs> or maybe get a, a draft pick, maybe another pick or two. That would be great. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, so, I don't, again, I don't know what his number is, but um, if somebody took him, you know, say they gave us I, maybe a third or a mm-hmm. fourth for him at this point, latter part of his career, but they would take on his salary. Yeah. So, you know, that would then free up whatever. Because I think he's got, what, one more year after this year? Two years? I can't remember. I can't remember. But I don't know. If you're not going to use him, he's a good dude. He's durable. Yeah. Get him Get him out of here. Yeah. Send him to somebody. I mean, the way Baltimore is loading up on their defense today. Yeah. Oh they got So they got Yannick. Did they get anyone else today? No, no, no. Well, okay. just him. Just the like, one? Okay. To, uh, to an already stacked defense. Yeah. But yeah, let me just well, send, like, send a, Ryan Kerrigan I mean, up there. This is this is the Burgundy and Gold podcast, but the Ravens are right down the street, and yeah, um, yeah there. I mean, that was their look. Like, 
what I wouldn't give to have a competent front office for a little bit. Like, <laughs> tell right? me because about it. That, their issue last season was like, yeah, our, our D line just doesn't get enough pressure. What did they do this offseason? They went right. and got themselves a D line. Yep. And then what are they doing even now? They're still they're shoring up that D line <laughs> that much more. Like, uh, good for them. <laughs> yeah, Washington could never. Never. But um, but yeah, so that's my thing on Kerrigan. So all right, let's get to point number five. Yeah, so so the last one I wanted to talk about was um so again on the defensive end. We we mentioned that the secondary hasn't been great. Um, I think the main thing that we want to talk about here is going to be Landon Collins. Um, mm-hmm. He has kind of slid under the radar a little bit, I think, because the safety playing opposite to him has been so trash. Not on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> Not on Twitter. Not they, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Lighting his ass up. But, but I get what you're saying. Yeah. Right. Like, at least like media wise, <laughs> yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah, I haven't heard yeah, people yeah. talking about him. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's been bad and we paid him a lot of money Wasn't like 84 million or something like dude that? he has been awful what's going like i understand if we play him out of position right like he is a strong safety that's good at run stuffing right like that's that's his niche yeah. and i feel like i i can understand him not being that great when he's doing stuff that like when we're asking him to do stuff outside of that but right, he's not right. even doing that stuff well right yeah. Right, like he, I mean, the play that really comes to mind is that that forty nine yard run <laughs> that that Danny Dimes had. For right. like, he's not a fast dude. He's right. not a very athletic dude. Nope. And Dan- I think Daniel Jackson over there. Yeah, and it was like I, I think it was looking back at the play. It was Collins' assignment to basically keep contain, right? Because mm-hmm. I think it looked like Sweat crashed in. And um, so Collins was supposed to stay on the outside and just keep contained, and he did not do that, right? Mm-hmm. And he ended up just—he didn't even make the tackle. I think you said he got cut off by someone else, I or he like ran into someone else. Yeah, it's like, like Jimmy Moreland came from the other side of the field and got the tackle, but yeah. it's like, Danny Dimes ran for fifty on us. Like anytime, what? yeah, anytime you are the safety and you can read the name on the back of the quarterback, <laughs> yeah. you, you're having you a bad something day. Wrong. Like, <laughs> but so. Again, he to me is more of that, you know, like traditional or typical like box safety, right? Yeah. Bring him down in the box. He can get you a sack every now and then. He can be disruptive. He can stop the run. I think he's been suspect in coverage. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that play where um, Daniel Jones ran past him for 49 yards happens often. It's just not with the quarterback running, yeah, yeah. right? But you see it time in uh or excuse me game in and game out um they're always turning and running yeah. like you are the safety i shouldn't be able to read the your name on yeah. the back of your jersey either yeah. right so you got to keep shit in front of you yeah. you're the last line of defense yeah. so and he's not doing it no and again at first in the beginning of the season not paying too much attention to what he was or wasn't doing i'm thinking okay they just had him in the box play got by him because maybe it wasn't to his side mm-hmm. where he was, whatever. Right. So, and then it was Apke getting burned. Yeah. You just seen Apke like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like what? And then it's like, you see Collins in coverage getting beat. Okay. What are we doing? And then it's like, you see it again and then again and then again, yeah. I think he is severely underperforming. 
yeah. for the amount of money that he gets paid. Absolutely. Right? I'm all for players getting paid. I'm I've never been that type, not once, when a player gets signed to our team and whether it was Albert Hainsworth for a hundred million dollars, whether it's um, Josh Norman for whatever the hell we gave him, mm-hmm. whether it's Landon Collins for I think it's like eighty four, whatever it was. Um I don't care because it's not my money. Yeah. Right. I understand. Oh, well, it's a big cap number and this and that. That's not my job either. Yeah. Right. That's front office people. You do you. Right. I'm going to watch. I'm going to get angry. I'm going to have high blood pressure. (laughs) Like, that's my job. That's what I'm going to do. Like, I specialize in that. (laughs) Um, So how much money you get does not bother me. But if you are getting that much money. (laughs) My God! Like a quarterback should never right. get by. Give you. me something, dude. Like yeah. what? What is going on? Yeah. Um. So yeah. So he's another one. You can get his ass up out of town. Yeah. I'm get good him with out that. of here. I'm Trade him. Like, but again, you would you'd have to sucker somebody into taking that deal. Yeah. So I think we'll be stuck with him. I mean, I don't know how. I mean, he will at least be here f- through the end of the year if they don't trade him, right? Yeah. So they're not gonna just cut him, but. It's bad. Yeah. I mean, it's bad. But at least, so I guess as it gets into to the next part of this, is mm-hmm. at least conversely, Kendall Fuller has been excellent. Phenomenal. Right? Like, he's right. been the lone bright spot in that secondary, but he has been incredible, I think. Yeah. Right? So he what, he's leading the league in, in interceptions. I think he's tied with, like, one or two other players Something for it. Like but, yeah. um, but he has four. Yeah. And he's played three games. Yeah. He's got like I think he's got six passes broken up too. Like he's Probably. he's doing work, and um, I really like the way the defense is using him, where they're moving him around mm-hmm. the field. Right, he's not just I I think he was billed as like a slot corner. You're right, yeah. But they're using him all over the place, and I think I read something where um, actually he was talking about it, and I think he was saying yeah they're 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 kind of moving me around so that we have opportunities to get other corners on the field um so i like yeah i think in this case it was like fabian moreau i think they wanted mm-hmm. to get him on the field too but just having a guy with that kind of versatility and a guy who can actually go out there and make some plays um he's been excellent and he's i think he's earned every penny right of, of his contract and i think we paid him pretty handsomely too mm-hmm. um not landon collins handsomely so if if i'm kendall <laughs> fuller i'm a little i'm a little pissed off about, yeah. about that disparity but yeah, he's been he's been excellent. Um, I think he was playing as a safety when he got that pick, and um, you know that that was a big moment for us in this game, right? Like that shifted a lot of the momentum. Right. So yeah, I Kendall Fuller's doing something right. Everyone else in the secondary's got something to learn from him. Right. Yeah. Because even even Ronald Darby. Eh, yeah. To me, I'm like ah, uh, and it sucks too because like he came from the Eagles. My buddy Marcus, I do the <laughs> other podcast with, he's the Eagles fan. And um, every time I see Darby, I always just think of the Eagles. I'm just like, ah. Um, it's just a saboteur. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's what I was just like, man, he's setting us up. Um, no, Kendall Fuller been, has been good. Yeah. Um, I tweeted the other day, or I think it was on game day, I was like, man, this Kendall Fuller guy is good. You would almost thought he came from a Super Bowl winning organization. <laughs> like, it clearly was sarcasm, and people were like, "What are you talking about? Like he he did. We got him from the Chiefs, but he we drafted him." I'm like, "I'm well aware." Yeah. I was like, and then the one guy was like, "Yeah, that, he's a product of Virginia Tech." Like, shut up! Like, I know that. I was just like, "Oh, this is yeah, sarcasm. sarcasm doesn't it doesn't translate well on the internet, man." It doesn't. I hate Twitter, but I yeah. love it at the same time. So, 
Um, no, he's he's been awesome, man. Um, I hope going forward we try to find more players like that. Yeah. That are versatile. Um, question though, real quick before we end our five points and get into previewing the Dallas game. Um, did you think that interception should have been reversed or should have stayed as it was? Because if you remember, when he caught it, yeah, looked like his elbow hit the white, not in the blue. Right, right. So to me, when I first saw it full speed, boom, it looked bang, bang. I was like, ah, he got it. But then when they slowed it down, I was like, that elbow was more on, on you know, going more out of bounds than it was in bounds. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, year after year, we get hosed. Yeah. Right? When it comes to stuff, you already knew. Like, this shows you just how beat up our fan base is, right? Yeah. When anything, <laughs> like, like, if you see a What's challenge the catch? play. <laughs> What's the catch? How are we getting dicked over this time? <laughs> yeah. You're just like, man, you see the challenge flag come out, whether it was, like, Jay Gruden throwing challenge flag. Yeah. You're like, man, pick that shit up. They're yeah. not going to give it to yeah, us. It's not gonna and work. we literally wait six, seven minutes. Go to commercial. Come back. The guy's still under the hood. Go to commercial. Come back. And it's like, <laughs> the call on the field stands. Yeah, the ruling on the field stands. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Washington, Washington will be sucks. charged. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's like, year after year, it's like, we're never going to get. So when that one was under review, I was like, oh, man, here we go. Yeah. And then when he said the ruling on the field stands, I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's because we changed the yeah. name. Yeah. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> All that bad juju. Yeah, man. So I, um, no, I, I just was like, I, I thought it was cool. You know, finally we got something to bounce our way. But like I said, he's, he's, he's everywhere. He's been a bright spot in the secondary, the bright spot in the secondary. So hopefully he continues to ball out, inspire yeah. other guys to oh, man. You just, put it together. You just made me so sad though <laughs> like we're sitting here talking about this game that we lost to this terrible team and we're just like hey at least the at least we got that one call right yeah, yeah right lisa lisa went our cool. way yeah um yeah man so before we get into dallas right dallas comes here this sunday one o'clock kickoff fedex field um just quick injury update um I believe Isaiah Wright will be out. Um, all things indicate that mm-hmm. he's been, I think he was on the sideline working, but not on the field. Um, he's got the shoulder injury. He took a shot yeah. in that game yeah. last week. Um, but to hit, I mean, I've always questioned his toughness. He just doesn't seem too tough. He mm-hmm. gets hit and goes down. But when he took that hit, rolled, and then still had the presence of mind to like get upfield a few yeah. more yards, yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. So. Um, he changed my perspective on him a little bit. Antonio Gandy Golden, Hammy. Um, was, I believe he'll be out. So sad. I know he's out for like a couple games or a couple weeks, is what they were saying. My right? guess is I think at least two to three ish weeks. Um, yeah. I'll monitor that one and see how that goes. But it's like, poor kid. Um, Logan Thomas missed practice yesterday. I forgot to check the injury report today to see if he was. Um, a full go or not, but he did not practice yesterday with a neck injury. Um, offensive lineman Sadiq Charles was like the third play of the game. Yeah, he again, and and he was pulling too, and I thought he pulled nice. Yeah. Um, excuse me. Um, I was like, okay, you know, rumble, young man, rumble, yeah. you know, and then boom, he's down. I was like, oh no, Damn. I was like, yeah, this is your first game in third third play of your career, and then you're going down and. Uh, he's got a dislocated knee. Ugh. Um, apparently, like he put it back 
when he was on the field or something like that, yeah. popped it back in. You can't see me, but I'm I'm shuddering right now right. just thinking about that. <clears throat> yeah. So um he's out this week, but I believe is more week to week thereafter, yeah. something like that. Which we have the bye week after Dallas, so theoretically it's two weeks. I think he'll be ready to go against the Giants when they come to FedEx. Okay. Is it November eighth, I think it is. Um so uh, Chase Young, I was telling you before, uh, was limited with a groin injury. Mm -hmm. So I just think it's lingering. Um, those things do kind of take time. And that could be why we're not seeing him get home, right? Because yeah. maybe that does take a little of the explosiveness off. Right. Um, what would he like, dealing, coming around with the that? edge? Right? Yeah. Like I could, I could see that, like him not being able to explode inwards as much. Right. So um, that's pretty much it. Everybody else, for the most part, kind of just been – been out there doing their thing so we'll see hopefully um hopefully they find some offense yeah um but who knows i mean and this is kind of segueing into previewing the game next week it's what now week three mm -hmm. for uh kyle allen getting yeah. first team reps so maybe there's a comfortability there maybe ron rivera has talked to um Scott Turner and just said, open this up. Like, let's do something. Yeah. Um, let's, like, not have our receivers run the same route right. five yards away from yeah, each other. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, like, they're they're legit holding hands, running yeah. routes. Like, <laughs> they're just skipping. Yeah. They're just skipping it's like, what, what are we doing? <laughs> um, but you got to find a way to get McLaurin involved. I mean, you can't you can't keep doing that to this yeah. kid. I mean, he he's so good. He works so hard. Um imagine if he had a serviceable quarterback. I think he's second behind only Alvin Kamara in yards after the catch this year. Wow, yeah. So imagine if he had a serviceable quarterback. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, Jameis Winston, right? It's better than what we got. Yeah. But it's like he's he's so good, and he's working with trash yeah. at the quarterback just, position. Yeah, just, just get him the ball, right? Like just – it doesn't – and and that's a really good point that you bring up about the yards after catch, right? Like, as much as I hate the bubble screen, mm -hmm. maybe it's time to start doing a few more bubble screens, right? Just, like, get him the ball and hope too. that he can do something. But I get it, right? Yeah. Well, you saw, like, a couple times last year, Steve Steve Sims, right? That's mm -hmm. his name, Steve Sims Jr. He was able to – I think he took one to the house at least yeah. on, on a little bubble screen because you got your blockers right there because you're in a bunch formation, step back off the line, yep. catch the ball, boom, get upfield. So – um. Yeah, I don't. I mean, try something. Like I said, there's just zero imagination. Um, I don't know. Yeah, and we don't want to like lose our playmakers, right? Like we don't want to lose them mentally. And right, I I would totally understand if he was starting to feel dejected and started to check out. And yeah, I don't want that to happen. Yeah, same here. Um, my thing is okay. He's got what? Two, this is second year, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So two years left on this deal. I mean, you keep doing this crap. Of course, he's gonna leave. He's yeah. gonna go to a, a Pittsburgh or something like that. I mean, and another reason I want our offense to show like some imagination is because if you look at some of the receivers that are coming up to be free agents at the end of the year, like mm -hmm. a Juju Smith-Schuster, somebody like that, like. I feel like we can make a push to go and get one of those type of guys, especially if they're saying, okay, I see what they're doing. Like they're giving, like this offense is designed for a player like me, right? Yeah. I can get off in this offense. I can get deep. I can I'm have a chance. Piece. Right. 
you know, and it's like they're. I'm seeing the quarterback situation. It's an ugly one. I'm, you know, me and my representation is talking to Ron Rivera. They're telling me this is their plan moving forward at quarterback, whether it's drafting a guy or like something, right? So you can sell somebody on that yeah. to get them in the building. But when you're a legit number one or two and you're stepping off the line, turning, grabbing the ball, and then expected to make magic happen yeah. week in and week out, you can miss me with that crap right. because I'm like – I'm not going to go there. I'll go to Miami where Tua is probably going to open it up. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. there's going to be other attractive things. Um, so, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. But they got to they gotta figure it out. So I hope going forward they use the rest of the year to just open things up. Um, and it starts with Dallas. I think Dallas can get got, as we've seen mm-hmm. last week. I mean, the Cardinals laid the wood to them yeah um dallas offensive line made their defense look like all pros <laughs> right and the cardinals the cardinals defense doesn't suck right yeah. but i think they're middle of the road they're not great yeah, yeah they're middle of the road like so i'm thinking with i almost look at going into this sunday's matchup like it was week one against the eagles right the eagles had a porous offensive line mm-hmm. we were able to get home we sat carson wentz what six times um, so I'm looking for more of a similar performance. Dalton did get get eaten up quite a bit. Um, and I think part of it's like um, just timing. I think part of it's like a new system, new offense, yeah. new receivers, that whole type of thing. Um, but also I've heard the drama coming out of Dallas. I don't know if you heard it where yeah. they were talking about um, pretty much the coaches just they don't know what's going on. Yeah. They're, they're not coaching players up. They're not teaching. They're not doing anything like that, which is odd and weird because I thought he ran a, a pretty good situation over in Green Bay for those years. You know, a good quarterback can mask a lot of things. No, you're right? absolutely right. And and then also winning, right? Because yeah. when you're winning – um. You don't have leaks. You don't have, right. you know, so, yeah, it's a, a good same. quarterback can help you win a lot, too. Absolutely. Right? Like, I think I think Mike McCarthy is maybe not on the level of, like, an Adam Gase-Peyton Manning <laughs> relationship, but, like, yeah. I think that him having Aaron Rodgers over there has helped his reputation more than we know, mm-hmm. right? Like, I, I think um, – and the fact that Aaron Rodgers was kind of in on his side, right, because he did – He's good at developing quarterbacks, right? He put right. Aaron Rodgers through like his little quarterback camp thing, and and Aaron Rodgers got a lot better than than what he was when he was drafted initially. But yeah, it sounds bad in Dallas. Yeah, and uh, I'm not mad at it. I'm okay. Oh with yeah, that. No, yeah. No, 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 for sure, for sure. Um, yeah, anytime. I mean, like I said, the the injury to Dak Prescott. I don't care who it is. Like that was terrible. Yeah. I never wish that. But dysfunction in yeah. Dallas. Hey, sign me up. Yeah. I'm all for it. I am all for it. Um, I'm not. I don't feel sorry for him. No, nothing. I mean, that's. I don't. I don't understand that. Um, like the strategy that they had in place, where it was like, let's just let's pay a crap ton of money to a running back and Which a wide I would, receiver. I would never do. And and not and not invest in our quarterback. Like right. I mean, the, you are they're they're reaping what they sowed. Right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, absolutely. Like this is, I like. Andy Dalton was serviceable in Cincinnati, but like he's not Dak. And I, like I, as as much as I hate to say, it, I like Dak, and I think Dak is really good. No, I no think absolutely. They should have paid Dak, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. So no, I think uh, <laughs> I think that yeah, I think they're getting what they deserve, and um, 
I hope Dak is sitting there laughing, right? Right. Well, he, I feel like his, have some money coming his contract right. number just went up 10 to $15 million oh, after yeah. that game yeah. on, was it Sunday or Monday whenever they played? Was it was it Monday? Did they play? Oh, it was a Monday night game because yeah. there was two of them. Um, yeah. Uh, I think – I think um, – see, but what's weird is this uh, – I think if they had a better offensive line, mm-hmm. I think Dalton could easily put up better numbers, right? That's um, true. Dak be- was like, he was scrambling and doing a lot. Right, right? and he was still leading the league in yeah. yards. Um, but, yeah, I think they went about their business the wrong way. There's no way in hell I would ever pay a running back that kind of money. Absolutely. They're taking hits on damn near every play, yep. right? They have short shelf life. I'm not one to say like um, running backs don't belong in the league type thing, like devalue the position, mm-hmm. right? I'm all for players getting their money. So you're only worth what somebody will pay you. Um, me, if I'm running an organization, I'm never paying a running back top dollar. Just yeah. not going to happen. Absolutely. I feel like I'd give you a fair market value, but I'm not signing you to a long-term deal. Nope. Um, and I'm not giving you a ton of money. The fact that, Ezekiel Elliott got such a big contract, and then before Dak even got extended, I understand Zeke came in the league what a year before? Did they come in the same year? I can't remember. Actually, it might have been the same year. I thought right? they had come. Yeah, in. It's either the same year, same year or 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 it was in the uh, first round, and Dak was like in the sixth or something. Something like that. Like that. So my thing is, Dak Prescott has shown you quickly that he's a good quarterback. Yeah. Um, I've always thought that, right? I hate Dallas. I just hate everything about him. Stupid star. <laughs> Stupid face. Like, yeah, all of them, right? Stupid Jerry Jones. Yeah. Um, Stupid ass seafoam blue. Yeah. Stupid ass green blue. All of it. All silver of it. that's not silver. Right, yeah. All of it, right? Can't stand him. But I don't hate on talent, right? Yeah. Zeke, good player. Uh, Dak, good player. Um, Jason Witten, when he was with him, old, reliable, old, yeah. like eight and eight, yeah. <laughs> like clockwork. <laughs> but it's so spiritually average. <laughs> yeah, but it's like I, um, I just, I, I don't know. Like, yeah, they, 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 they gotta pay Dak. Yeah. Um, I think part of Jerry Jones was looking at this as well too to see if Dalton could get off. Then they're like, shit. We can roll with him for a couple years, yeah. let that go. Um, but I also think, and this I want to get into more in the offseason, um, I think teams paying these quarterbacks, like always resetting the market mm-hmm. higher and higher and higher and higher and higher, it's almost got to be like the housing market, right? At some point, that bubble has to burst right. um, and bring things back down to reality because otherwise you're, you are going to just start seeing turnover, mm-hmm. right? Because at some point, teams just aren't going to keep paying. Um we draft you, you play well, and then we're not going to give you this massive contract. Yeah. Like, Pittsburgh wouldn't do it. I mean, they paid Ben, right? Um, uh, New England doesn't typically do right. that. Um, hell, I don't even think Baltimore really does that either. Um, nah, they only did it. They did it because Flacco got the Super Bowl, and that, like, really dicked over the organization for a few years, yeah, right? Yeah, like, and that that's what I was going to say, is it just really hamstrings your organization. But anyway, Dallas should um, be better. They're decimated by injuries on both offense and defense. Yeah. Um, they'll start getting some guys back slowly over the next couple weeks. That doesn't have anything to do with us this week coming up. Um, I think if 
our defensive front can get to Dalton, mm-hmm. they're going to have a very bad day. They're going to have a very long day. Um, so if we can get short fields, Allen feels more comfortable. We're pushing the ball. Um, and another thing, too, is I look for Antonio Gibson and, and J.D. McKissick to be able to run. Yeah. So I would say a buck 20 on the ground combined. Okay. Right? Okay. So anything less than that and anything less than Kyle Allen throwing for, you know, 300 and something yards is is just terrible all the way around. Like, okay. It, like, to me, you should be able to to, to do that. Because their defense was not that good going into the yeah. year, and so then you add injuries. Is, is so bad and so depleted that like any offense, or at least at least our offense, should be able to have a day. Against they should, them. yeah, yep. absolutely, absolutely. Um, if if Logan Thomas is a go, mm-hmm. I expect him to be able to get behind those linebackers. Um, they did get Van Der Esch back last week um, on defense, so Dallas has that to look forward to. But I think he's just going to be another Sean Lee, mm-hmm. often injured. You know, good good linebacker, but often injured. Um, so I guess but, my my concern is um, there if we don't get enough penetration out of our defensive line, they've still got quite a bit of talent at the receiving position, right? Oh, to like, me, they have arguably the best receiving core in the league. C. D. Lamb is a beast, and he's so he's been operating out of the slot primarily. I think yeah. so. Yeah. I'm thinking Kendall Fuller is going to be on him, which should, which I think will be a matchup to watch. I think that'll be fun to watch, but that also means that Kendall Fuller is not on Omari, and I think Omari could have a field day, and I think Gallup could have a field day. So yeah, I think a, I think this game is really going to hinge on our defensive line's ability to get to Dalton, right? Right. Well, so that's how I always look at it, especially with us not having the best corners. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to rely on your pass rush to get home, collapse yeah. that pocket, get that quarterback on the ground, or force him to throw early um, and come up with a pick or something like that. Uh, I think that can turn subpar corners into average, decent corners. Um, I think what they'll do is see where Dallas wants to try to go mm-hmm. with the ball and then make a switch, an adjustment. But – I can see Fuller starting out on Amari Cooper mm-hmm. and just kind of seeing where it goes from there, right? Um, but I always feel like Michael Gallup kills us, our yeah. team specifically, yeah. every yeah. year. Um, he's going to catch one deep down the sideline, <laughs> you know, with 55 seconds left. Um, you know, they'll kick just a last second field yeah. goal. You know, blood pressure goes up. You know, start, start drinking to a more. Bad week. Like, yeah. yeah, you know, same old stuff. Um, no, I mean, I, they have their work cut out for them, meaning the Washington football team, because we're bad. Yeah. Right. Make no mistake. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. All this crap about oh, it's Dallas week and all. I, I, to me, I want to kill that stuff. Like, and eh, stop with the it's Dallas week. Like, it hasn't been Dallas week in over a decade. Yeah. Right. They suck. Yeah. We suck. Or they're good and we still suck, like yeah. you know. So there's there's really no rivalry there. If there was any rivalry, it was between Dallas and and um, Philadelphia. Right. Um, so I don't care about the Cowboys' week type of stuff anymore. My thing is, you go out there. Hopefully, you designed designed a game plan to win, and you execute that game plan. Um, this is, I mean, Dallas is the walking wounded right now. Yeah. So if you can't jump on a team like this. 
and just absolutely impose your will on them, what are we doing? Yeah. Yeah, I think this is I mean, we said it last week the Giants felt like kind of kind of like a litmus test for the team, but I feel like this week is the real like we're going to find out who we are this <laughs> week, right? I mean, we have a pretty good idea I know who of who we, we are. are. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know. <laughs> but <Yeah>. like I think <laughs> this if if this week goes poorly for us, that's like damning evidence, right? That like this is yeah, that we we already know we're bad. Um mm-hmm. This game will kind of confirm the degree of badness, <laughs> if you will. So yeah, man. Um, doesn't seem like we have the highest of hopes going into this game, but um, no, it, it should be. It should be a W. I think it should be. If it's not, then um, then we have a problem. But we already know we have a problem. So yeah, I don't even know. <laughs> well, and 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 that's the thing. Um, on my other podcast that i do the average sports guys podcast i did pick us to lose mm-hmm. um reason being is because you saw the giants game um we're not at that level where i'm confident enough to pick us to win okay um if we lose this week right we let's get into this on the the next episode maybe we can kind of get into it in the beginning if we lose this week, is there – so I'm always the one to try to play to win the game, right? Mm-hmm. So I'll just ask the question. Is it time to start looking at draft position, right? Yeah. Meaning you're clearly not going to go out there and purposely tank, mm-hmm. but is Scott Turner going to call his best plays? Or are we going to just keep seeing Dinkin and Duncan and, 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 and whatever down the field? Um, you know, three and outs convert here yeah. and there. Punt, I mean, punt, punt, personally, whatever. I was I was looking I was looking at draft position. He was like like three weeks ago. I was right, yeah. the, <laughs> that was when we were we were zero and zero for the season. Right. Yeah. Yes. No, um. I mean, I think um, especially in a draft like like this where you have like you have a chance at potentially getting Trevor Lawrence. I mean, we've seen. Like I've talked about this with you before, but we've seen Ari- like Ari- it worked with Arizona, right? Like they, mm-hmm. I don't know if they necessarily tanked, but they went out and got Kyler. Yeah, I think they were just bad. It yeah. just didn't seem like they were tanking. Yeah, they, just they were, were just bad. so innately bad. But I mean, they went and got Kyler, and it's it's paid off, right? right. So I don't know. Uh, yeah, I I agree. You should play to win too, but um, I don't know, Trevor, the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes. Uh, I think you could be a big time winner if you can land him. Yeah, but then I also feel like if you do that, right? I'm always of the ilk that you build your team from the inside out, mm-hmm. meaning your line. If you, let's just look at offense for a quick second, right? Um, you it starts with your line. You build your line, then your like backfield, tight ends, pass catchers. Basically, you almost want to have an offense in place to where you can insert a quarterback. And right. the best example I can think of is. Seattle with Russell Wilson mm-hmm. in 2012. They had a pretty complete, you know, air quotes, offense, right? I thought they protected him okay, although I think he was what the most sacked quarterback for a couple years. Mm-hmm. Um but if you bring in if you can draft, right? Trevor Lawrence. You bring him in. What are you doing at offensive line? Right. What are you going to do to protect this kid to allow him to grow without getting like the Patrick Ramsey 
or Jason Campbell effect where it's mm-hmm. like they're just getting sacked and hit early and often because it's a porous line. And then that stunts and almost reverses their development because they start to see ghosts and they're hearing footsteps and they're feeling pressure that's really not there. Yeah. Right. So um what do you do at line? To me, that's to me, I almost feel like having a nice offensive line is better than having a boatload of nice receivers. Yeah. Right. You have Terry, he's already here. You 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 can get in free agency one or two guys to help offset that. Find a true number two. Yeah. But if you can get somebody in the offensive line, you can shore that up. That you can run. Yeah. And then you can pass protect. Right. No, I, I, I agree with you. I think um yeah, maybe we save this this conversation for either after after the the Dallas game or even after the season. But I, I think I do agree with you yeah. on this, right? Like I yeah, I think, I think, I think be you a made good... the most like salient point right there when you yeah. said um, the line can affect both um, like both aspects of the offense, right? right? Whereas whereas like a quarterback's only doing anything on passing, or running back's only doing something on a running play, right? Right. Yeah, yeah I think that would be a good episode next week because it'd be the bye week. Oh right? yeah, so yeah, yeah. Cool. we can we can definitely do that. So hey, we have overstayed our welcome, but we appreciate for you guys hanging in there um, and kicking it with us, but. We are going to say goodbye for now. Put the wrap on episode two. Again, this is Adam and Eddie with the Five Wide Podcast. Be sure to check us out either on Twitter or Instagram at Five Wide Podcast. It's the number five wide podcast. And we will see you next time.